Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is Search the Scriptures. Welcome back to the program today. We're so thankful to have this opportunity to be with you as you want to learn more from God's Word. And we know that there are many who are listening every single day. There are others who are not able to do that every day, but they do it pretty frequently. And then there are still others who they listen on a periodic basis as their schedule and opportunities present themselves. Now, they're also always new listeners, and we're thankful for you in a special way. Our prayer is that as you listen to the program, that you'll come to recognize quickly that we do exactly as the name suggests. We search the scriptures. We dig deep into God's word. We look at the the teachings of scripture in detail and in depth, but we try to explain those teachings, the meanings behind them in a way that is easy to understand and that makes sense for your daily life. We want to help people get to heaven. We pray for listeners. We pray for you. We're thankful that you're there. Now, we encourage you to do more than just listen to the program. If you're in the Omaha area, we hope you'll come by and check us out in person. Our Bible classes begin on Sunday morning at 9.30, worship at 10.30, and then on Sunday evenings, we also meet at 6 o'clock for an evening worship service, and on Wednesday evenings for midweek Bible classes every Wednesday evening at 6.30. You're welcome to any and all of the services. We hope to see you. Come and study with us. Grow spiritually with us. Get to know us. Let us get to know you. We also encourage you to go to our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com, and click on the podcast button and sign up for our podcasting. Now, it is free. It always will be free. We're not after people's wallets. We want to help people get to heaven. When you sign up for our podcasting, you will automatically receive to your smart device whether it's your phone or computer or laptop or pad or tablet or whatever it might be, you'll automatically receive this radio program every day, Monday through Friday. Search the scriptures. You'll also receive a wonderful, short, about a 13-minute Bible class every day, seven days a week, called Today's Bible Class. Gets us into God's Word. And since God's Word is key to our developing and growing and maintaining strong faith, Romans 10 and verse 17, faith comes by hearing the word of God. That's very important for us, very beneficial. Gets us into God's word regularly. Well, every day, seven days a week, about a 13-minute Bible class every day. But you'll also receive our Sunday morning Bible class, our Wednesday night Bible class, all of our sermons. And while you're at the website, churchofchrist.com, you can download and listen to hundreds of sermons that are there in our archives. And you can also download and read and study through hundreds of scripturally based and spiritually focused articles. All of that is there. It's all free, always will be free. Again, we want to help people come to God through Jesus Christ, helping them to come to understand their need to repent of their sins and confess their faith in Christ openly and surrender to him in baptism for the remission of their sins. We want to help people get to heaven. So at the end of the program, if you would like to receive a free Bible study through the postal mail, have a pencil or a pen and a piece of paper ready. Jot down the information we'll give you. You can contact us and simply ask for it. And again, there's absolutely no charge. 
We hope to hear from you. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study. We're going to finish up this particular series of studies on patience. Patience. I'm not sure how many people really think about how critical patience is to living a faithful and beneficial Christian life, one that's going to be successful for them in the fact that they're, they're going to get to heaven for all of eternity. Patience is central to that Christian walk, the Christian lifestyle. I, I've used the illustration a couple of times through this particular series where he, talking about two ladies. They'd been to worship one Sunday. They come out. One says to the other one, that was a great sermon on patience. And the other one responded, yeah, but he went five minutes too long. (laughs) I think one lady got the message. The other one, probably not so much. And we want patience, but we want it right now, don't we? Well, we have that microwave mentality. We want instant gratification and satisfaction. Patience is something that develops within our character, within our personal dedication and, and growth. It's, it should be a part of us, but it's something that develops over a period of time, something that we really have to give attention to and we have to exercise, and it'll get better and better and stronger and stronger. We talked about how the word patience is translated either patient or patience, or patiently, or a different word saying the same thing, but long-suffering, 59 times in the New Testament, 59 times. You know, baptism is a pivotal doctrine of salvation. I I don't think you're going to find that listed in the New Testament anywhere close to 59 times. Now, one time, Being there in God's word is sufficient. That means it's important. It's part of God's will for our lives. But 59 times patience is emphasized. But many more times in other texts of scripture where the word is not used specifically, but the principle of patience is taught. So it's incredible that it is focused upon so many times in the New Testament, and that ought to impress upon us how important it is for us to develop and maintain patience in our Christian life. Patience is going to be key in our getting to heaven. Patient, dedicated, persevering faithfulness, and that includes obedience to God's teachings. Well, we've talked about how Jesus, boy, he, in a succinct way, Luke Luke chapter 21 and verse 19, he said, by your patience, possess your souls. Our souls, that's that eternal being within our physical being that's going to be forever. And our soul, and that's really the main essence of us, we're either going to be in eternity in heaven or we're going to be in eternal condemnation in hell. It's not hard to figure out which one we should want, is it? It ought to be a no-brainer for us. Well, we need to be exhibiting, developing, and living in patience as we continue to live faithfully before God on a daily basis. Patience. In your, by your patience, possess your souls. Well, we're going to pick up with Revelation chapter 1 and verse 9. And here we find the Apostle John. And John has been exiled to an island called Patmos. Why was he exiled? 
Well, not because he was a murderer or a bank robber or a thief or some kind of heinous criminal. He was exiled to the island of Patmos because he was a gospel preacher. He was preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, leading people to salvation. Well, verse 9, John, uh, we read, I, John, both your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. Now, for the word of God, for the testimony of Jesus Christ, he was there because he was teaching the gospel of Christ, because he was preaching and teaching Christianity. Now, I'm sure while he was there in exile, he continued to preach the gospel of Christ. But he could not be stopped, I'm sure, from doing what he was supposed to be doing, spreading the gospel, helping people come to Christ, become Christians. But notice that he says, I am, I'm, I'm both your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ. Now, he was living his life in patient dedication, commitment, and faithfulness to his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But he was also gaining patience from his faith in Christ. Remember that we read in Romans chapter 15, verses 4 and 5, that first Paul talked about the patience of the scriptures. God has given us his word to assure us that he loves us, that he wants us to be with him in heaven. He's got that home there waiting for us if we will patiently live according to his teachings communicated to us in scripture. And those scriptures, they continue to present to us the blessing that God wants to give us of eternal life, the hope that he offers us, the assurance that he'll be there with us all the way through this physical life if we will live in patient faithfulness before him. But then the very next verse, verse 5, identifies God as the God of patience. So that's interesting, isn't it? Here in First John, Revelation chapter 1 and verse 9, John talks about the patience of Jesus Christ. And then the Apostle Paul wrote about the patience of the scriptures and, the, and that God is the God of patience in Romans chapter 15, verses 4 and 5. In Revelation chapter 2, we read, actually chapters 2 and 3, we read what's referred to as Jesus's seven letters, or the letters to the seven churches. In two of those letters, referring to those congregations, he talks about their patience and in their faithfulness and dedication to him. First, the church at Ephesus in Revelation 2 and verse 2, Jesus says, I know your works, your labor and patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars. So I know your works, your labor, your patience. And then the church at Thyatira in verse 19 of chapter 2, he says, I know your works, love, service, faith, and your patience. And as for your works, the last are more than the first. Your patience, again, commending them on their patience. Verse 10 of chapter 2, the word is not used specifically, but here's one of those texts of scripture that 
teach the principle of patience without using the word specifically. And so Jesus, right at the end of that verse, verse 10 of Revelation chapter 2, he says, be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. Now, that idea of being faithful until death, that's a life of faithfulness that's exhibited or that is developed and maintained through our patience, patient faithfulness through the rest of our lives, every day, every week, every month, every year, until either we breathe our last on this earth or the Lord comes first for the final day of judgment. Be faithful until death, patience, a life of patient faithfulness until we die, and we'll have that crown of life. Jesus promised this to us. In James chapter 5, in verse 10, James gives us an example of patience. He, he's, he wrote, my brethren, take the prophets. Now, he's obviously referring to the Old Testament prophets, I believe. Take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering and patience. Suffering and patience. The example of the, of the prophets of Old Testament times. Well, you think about a number of those prophets, a lot of what they prophesied did not even come to fruition, were not fulfilled in their lifetime. Now, that's not saying that they were incorrect, that they were mistaken, that the prophecies were not true, but think about Isaiah 53, where prophecy after prophecy after prophecy after prophecy after prophecy that Isaiah was writing down by direction from God was about the coming Savior. But that would not come to fulfillment until Jesus came into this world as the Savior many hundreds of years later. Well, Isaiah was not still around in physical form when those prophecies, one after another, were fulfilled in exact detail. And so he had to exhibit patience. He was prophesying something that he could look forward to, but he would never see the fulfillment of while he was still alive in this world. But there were other prophets who were prophesying things that came to pass in their lifetime, but they were not appreciated for their prophecies. You think about Jeremiah. Not only did the people not like what he was prophesying, he was prophesying simply what God was guiding him to prophesy, but he was prophesying things that were going to be judgment upon the nation of Israel because of their unfaithfulness to God and their wickedness before God. Well, they didn't like to hear what Jeremiah was prophesying. In fact, a great many of them hated him for it, and some would have even loved to have killed him for his prophecies. But Jeremiah hung in there, and he was patient in continuing to communicate the prophecies that God was guiding him to communicate to the people, warning them about what was coming. Judgment was coming upon them because of their unfaithfulness to God. Well, the patience of the prophets. So James uses the prophets and their patience as an example or an illustration for us to maintain our patient faithfulness before God. We need to be patient also with our Christian brothers and sisters. Our brothers and sisters in Christ, 
we are to be the family of God. Romans 8 and verse, uh, Romans chapter 8 talks about that fact that God adopts us as his children when we are baptized into Christ and we become Christians. We, he adopts us into his family. In Ephesians chapter 4, beginning with verse 1, the apostle Paul wrote this, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long suffering, bearing with one another in love. Now again, this is one of those texts of scripture that does not use the word patience or long suffering directly, but it teaches the principle of patience. He says, you need to bear with one another your brothers and sisters in Christ, in love. Bearing with one another, that's the principle of patience that Paul was teaching there and instructing. When we look at Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 and 13, here again the apostle Paul writing, he says, therefore, as the elect of God, holy, he's talking about Christians, he's talking about the church of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, Put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering. That's patience again. Bearing with one another. Now exhibiting that patience in a relationship with our brothers and sisters in Christ. And forgiving one another, he says. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. Well, a whole lot of times we find ourselves impatient with a brother or sister in Christ because of one reason or another. Sometimes it's real. Sometimes it's just perceived in our imagination. We took something wrong or reimagined something that was not really there, but we become impatient with one another. Paul says, no, 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 no. You need to be long-suffering with one another. You need to bear with one another. And if there's a situation between a brother and sister in Christ where forgiveness needs to be extended, you need to forgive it. Or you need to extend it. You need to be patient. Jesus commanded that we love one another as he has loved us, that the world may believe that he sent us. John chapter 13 and verse 35. Now that's a love that is not optional for us if we're going to be faithful Christians, Jesus said, no, no, this is a commandment I'm giving to you. And that love ought to be apparent between us in our personal relationship with one another as brother and sister in Christ. Now, we're talking about our fellow Christians, true Christians, but it also ought to be recognizable by those who are not Christians, who see the way we love one another and we respect and treat one another. We're to love one another with patience. In 1 Corinthians 13 and verse 4, love suffers long. This is a great chapter on love. And from whom do we get this ultimate standard of love? God. God is love. And this particular chapter, when we look at the word love in there, it is the highest form of love communicated in the Greek language. It's the agape love, a love that is not primarily dependent upon or charged up with emotion, but it is a love that is determined. I'm going to love you, a love by will. 
I'm going to love you. Whether you love me back or not, I'm still going to love you. Even if you're unlovable from a human perspective, I'm going to love you. God loves us in spite of us a lot of times. And so love suffers long. There's that idea, that principle of patience again. We need to develop this quality within our lives. We need to be patient in our dedication, our commitment to God, our dedication and commitment as Christians to live the Christian life faithfully. We need to also exhibit patience as we try to lead other people to Christ. People out there, and let me tell you, remember what Jesus said in Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14, most are not going to heaven. They're not on that road. They're going down that that wide open uh, highway, we could call it the highway to hell. He says most people are going down that way. They're not staying faithful to God. They're not living in faithful, patient obedience to their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. They're not living the faithful Christian life. They're going off in their own direction. But he said the way to heaven is straight, is narrow. It's the way of truth, and truth is narrow. Well, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 14, Paul wrote, Now we exhort you, brethren, warn those who are unruly, comfort the faint-hearted, uphold the weak, be patient with all. We need to be patient as we reach out to lost souls with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We just need to keep reaching out to them, praying for them, talking with them, loving them, trying to get across to them, we care about you. We care about your soul. We're instructed to teach God's word with all long suffering. Second Timothy chapter four and verse two, Paul wrote to Timothy, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. Long suffering, patience. A lot of times people don't, they don't want to hear the gospel. They don't want to hear scripture. They don't want to hear about God. A lot of times people reject the preaching and teaching that preachers and teachers do when they're teaching God's word. But Paul said, just keep on preaching. Keep on teaching the truth of God's word with long suffering, with patience, with patience. We need to run our Christian race, that is live our Christian life with patience determined, dogged, dedicated, committed, never giving up. What does the Hebrews writer say? Hebrews chapter 12, beginning with verse 1. Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance, patience in other words, the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Oh, Jesus is waiting at the finish line of our life, if we're living that Christian life, with the crown of life waiting for us as our reward, and that's an eternal home in heaven, eternal life. We need to run, we need to live our Christian life, this Christian walk, our walk with our Lord, with patience every single day. We'd like to help you along that line. You can contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com. 
click on the email link. You can phone us at 402-212, I'm sorry, 402-498-8397. 402-498-8397. We'd love to talk with you. We'd love to pray with you. We'd love to send you that free Bible study. Contact us. Won't you do that today? Let's pray. Father, thank you for being the God of patience. Thank you for the patience that we gain from the scriptures that you have given to us through those inspired writers. Thank you for the patience in Jesus Christ as we live the Christian life. Help us to look forward to eternal life with you in heaven with all patience. Please forgive us, gracious Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.